When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, hi, Elsie. Hi, dude. Oh, my God. The problem. <sighs> this is the fourth time we've said hello. It this seems is... in disingenuous at this point. Doesn't it? And then it makes me sad because I'm totally, like, amped up. And then it makes me. And it's like somebody's like, no, you can't have that present. Not now. Okay. Someone peed in our podcasting cornflakes. Yes, really this is. is so not okay. It's and like then a, it just really just it's a makes, rain cloud. It's just not cool. So just to let you guys know, we have problems too. <laughs> right here in River City. Yeah. We have problems as well. We have problems. It's terrible. It was annoying. It's still annoying. It's but still annoying. what can you do? But no, I don't know. I don't know what we can do. And, and you know what? And all, I, I think to i guess boil it down it's my connection but i don't understand why because it's the exact like there's no difference like i looked at the speeds the same speeds that i've had in the past i think almost a month are the ones that i had right now and we had no mm. problems before so i don't understand and i just used this darn thing for the entire day for international podcast day uh, in fact, I put it down and I have not touched it since then because I was so burnt out after that day <laughs> that I was Yeah, but I wouldn't have either. I, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of work there. Yeah, and I didn't even want to so touch much. my microphone. I was like, I don't want to take a microphone out. I don't want to talk. I need to shut up. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I'm still recovering from that, truth be told. Whose idea was that again? It was mine. Oh, yes. My idea. It was yours. It, yes, it was mine. But, you know, everybody wanted to, and, and actually we needed to do it, and it was great. It's just, it's, it was a lot of work, and it was a lot of work for a lot of us. And so I think all of us are like, still like, oh my God, <laughs> that was a lot of work. <laughs> are you traumatized? Slightly, yeah. Slightly. Because uh, it's, it's sort of like, think about what we just went through right now, right? With just between you and I and John and Laura. And how many it was times? all day, right? It was all day, yeah. But and now imagine what we just went through. What? But there's there's like people watching, like there's other people, there's other people showing up, going, "Hey, we can't hear you. Hey, we can't see you. Hey, it would be great if you put this on. Hey, your audio is not working. Hey, and you're like, oh my god, that's one of those yeah. situations where I would be swangry. Sweaty, yes, and then angry. Yes, exactly. And I was, you know, hats that off just to... the idea that was m making me sweat. Yeah, dude, I was sweating by myself. I was all by myself sweating, and I was running just the chat yeah. and two different chats because we had to end up doing, you know, um, sending a lot of people over to YouTube Live because the website yeah. wasn't quite working as we wanted it to, and it eventually all worked out. Really, actually, it, it worked out very, very well. But for the first session, it was just so chaotic. And part of it is also yeah. that um, they were using, we were using a new piece of software. It's called Wirecat, Wire, uh, Wiretap Studios. 
and or wire cast. Boy, you remember. sure did test it that day, I bet. We totally did. But th- the idea of it's really cool because what it is, it's like you basically set up your camera angles wherever you want them. And then you can switch from camera angle to camera angle. So the whole idea for the people that were live in the Lipson office was them, for them to watch, you know, Crystal with a whiteboard behind her teaching. But then it would switch to like another camera angle, which was just the presentation so people could read, right? Because if you're watching it from your phone and you're looking at somebody's whiteboard behind you, you can't see that. So that was the setup, but it didn't work out that way at all. The best part was I thought it was over and I started texting you (laughs) something totally unrelated. (laughs) And you're like, I'm on live right now. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, sorry. And then five minutes later, I got kind of curious. <laughs> so I logged in and the five of you, <laughs> you all looked like you wanted to kill the other person. No, we like, didn't. Not one though. of you looked happy. We were like, we just trying to figure this stuff out. That was also the first time it was five of us. So it was like Rob and I and the Lipsy team, you know, tired. like it was like Dave and Greg and Crystal were all at Lipson and then it was us. And so we were running. Yeah, it was it was a little bit on the nuts side there, but it you all worked tired out. as shit. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it worked out. It was great. We had a lot of, you know, our highest viewership. We had 83 people show up live at the highest point. Which is yeah, which awesome. is awesome. I know for for a live event on a. Any idea how many total um, visitors? Yeah, we did. Um, Crystal sent in a whole spreadsheet, but when I read all the stuff, I was like, oh, I don't even know what this means. Like, what I felt was that there was a lot more people that showed up and stuck around that I imagined. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Yes, I mean they really took advantage of it, which is nice. So we have a lot to cover today um, from. That at least from according to our notes and stuff. But before we get started with our content, we need to let you know about Podfusion, right? Shepodcast.com Podfusion. slash Podfusion. I feel like we have to start playing um, soundscapes when we talk about it. Podfusion, yeah. It can be. It can go so many different ways. It could have a, a soundtrack that is sort of like, pew, 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 like very modern or very like, you know. That's true. It could, it could be something like very or- galactic sounding <laughs> or it could be like what do they call that um jock hits yes it could be pop fusion it could be that too it could be that and it, that how it feels that's how it feels on the inside and it also feels like it could also be very like ethereal sounding sort of sort of like enya pod fusion <laughs> That's why I said soundscape. Yeah. (laughs) So we don't know. Exactly. But all of those things are going to be part of our event, guys. We've been, you know, we're still, obviously, we're in the process of setting all this stuff out. We're going to have an incredible group of women showing up there that we are going to be able to, like, collaborate with and honor and just kind of really celebrate podcasting uh, in, in a variety of different ways that you guys haven't really had a chance to do. And also, we're really going to make you guys do stuff that you've never done before, uh, especially in a group full of other podcasters. So that's going to be super, super exciting for us. It's going to be super fun. And then we also have the She Podcast Awards where we're going to highlight the members of our community that have really stood out to us over the last couple of years. And uh, we're super excited about that. Lots of them are coming. 
So, yay. Thank you if you're listening. Thank you for coming. And also, the Pod Fusion event is not just for chicks. No, it's not. No, it's not. In fact, we would love to have lots of boys. I want you to feel like you're not invited. Because, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, we're going to talk about, like, storytelling. And we're going to teach you how to do all these different neato content creation type things. We don't need it just to be the ladies. Exactly. There can be all kinds of learning from from both of our voices together. So it's going to be great. I'm really excited. So again, go ahead and shine up. Shine up. Shine it up. Shine yourself up and come see us. Shine up, sweetie. Shine up, sweetie. Now Elsie's a 1920s drunk. Shine up, sweetie. Shine up. So shepodcast.com slash podfusion. P-O-D-F-U-S-I-O-N. Make your plans for February 2017. This is the time for you to guys to start to check that out. It's going to be an incredible. It's, it's it, Just put it in your calendars. That is all. That is all. Right now. Right now. Do it now. I know you have your phone. Do it now. Yes. Okay, okay. next. Yes, next. We should talk about our favorite Southern lady, Christy Hausler and team podcast. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are listening for the first time, you've never heard us mention Team Podcast. Um, they are like your podcast assistant. They're like the a podcast in your pocket kind of thing. She does editing. All you do is hand over the audio and say bye-bye. She does the editing. She does the show notes. They do the blog posts. They do the social media. They do everything. Um, but you need to see teampodcast.com to see the prices so that you know what you know, based on your show, how much it would cost, but it's really good to outsource some of that stuff. You don't have to give her everything. If you like doing one certain aspect of it, you're welcome to keep doing that. They're flexible and they have lots of team members. So check them out. Yay. That. That's fantastic. Teampodcast.com people. Yay. Uh, Woo. Woohoo. So Christy's one of the most valuable podcasters ever because she's in every podcast group helping people with questions and problems all out of the kindness of her giant heart. <laughs> of her giant heart. Guiding you here, Which guiding you there. I think it's so noble. Yes, yes, yes. It's so noble and nice that she does that. It's awesome. It's fantastic. So, are we ready for some news? Yeah, sorry. I went backwards, right. not forwards. <laughs> the news you can use. For the informed podcaster, podcasting news. Uh, there's a really, really awesome article on uh, that features our friend Mignon Fogarty and the Macmillan relationship and building a thriving podcast network and how she went about building all of these things together. And the whole story is outlined over on medium.com. You guys, you have to check a look at the show notes so that you can see exactly how this well, stuff goes out. But yes, go ahead. L- let me go backwards for a second and just say who she is. Yes. So Mignon Fogarty founded the Grammar Girl podcast, which is a 10 minute fix your grammar show and she now has a huge podcasting network called quick and dirty tips which has somehow not somehow because you'll read how partnered with mcmillan publishing and it is podcasting and book series and they again are partners so she basically started out with like her friends hey do you want to give me a podcast about this Everyone would send her the audio. She would edit it. She would put it out. She made the website. She did everything. And it caught on. And now she has a very healthy 
partnership with a large company and they're making the big bucks. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very nice. And not only that, but Mignon is the sweetest, most lovely person ever. She is. She absolutely is, which is the coolest part out out of this whole thing because it, it also was, you know, there were so many beautiful things about that, the beginnings of Grammar Girl as well, where everything that, you know, the timing was right. She got into it fairly early on. Um, very early on, actually. And her podcasts were also not really long podcasts. They were actually really short from the beginning, quick and dirty, which is why her yeah, network is minutes. called you know, Quick and Dirty Tips. A lot of the time, yeah. they were even shorter than 10 minutes. Sometimes they were only three minutes, sometimes only five minutes. And so they were really small. And the, that's really doable for it, it seemed to me, at least what I would have done is it's like, wow, I didn't even know that was an option. Because when I was listening to podcasts, when I first started, I didn't know you could do something short. And when you can do something short, how cool is it that you could do those so fast? Right? You could fast. Yeah, I mean, I guess it wasn't so much of an editing nightmare because they were eight minutes yeah. long. Yeah. So you could really... They're like five to eight minutes long. Totally. I mean, that's a good point, actually. Totally. And so then in order to get more... And then, yeah, she was editing a lot of people's stuff. Like, they were just sending to her. She it was It was all based around the same concept, the way Grammar Girl came to be, which is really basically one tip, just one tip on grammar. And that is all. And vocabulary. And all I mean, of- the girl's the girl has corrected Oprah's grammar. She was on Oprah correcting Oprah. So, she was. yeah. <laughs> no. But so I mean, that. so anyway, so yeah, this is a cool written piece about her and how it came to be. And it's inspiring and also just neat to read how... How it goes, how it went. Absolutely. And, and it also sh- highlights that there's something more than just doing it one way, right? We always think like there's that one way to do things. And in the podcasting space, it seems like there's a variety of different ways to do it. And, and what's interesting about the space is that the ones of us that are the most successful from an innovation point of view within a specific industry you don't really know because they're not out there talking about it really like they're not making their business True. they're not making their business and they're not making a living to teach other people how to do what they did that's not what they do they just do what they do for the people that they serve which is usually not how to do what i did <laughs> you know what i mean so All right, you've stopped speaking english what? I lost you. You just saw... Do what they do, they did what they did, and it's never what they do, instead what they did. Like, I would like you to rephrase that last yes, part, Yes, it's just meaning <laughs> that, that... You're not like, making any sense. You, but you know I'm what following I, it, but I'm worried that our listeners are like, hang on, did she... What now? What did... I know. What I'm saying <laughs> is that she... Yeah, that she basically continues to make her money and make a living off of her existing you know, paradigm that she's created, but that paradigm does not include as part of the way that she makes her money to teach other people how to do this. Yes. So it's pretty cool because what tends to happen in the industry a lot of the time is like you get a little bit of success and then all of a, all of a sudden your whole business is no longer about what you started with. Your whole business is now teaching people how to do what you did. And, you know, I think that it loses the perspective of podcasting as a helm and that's like the source of the majority of this so congratulations mignon we are very proud of you and you've done fantastic stuff and you are just really a kind human being and good for you and wonderful (laughs) she is 
Um, and then next in the news, we have podcasting by big brand Starbucks. I know, which is kind of, what do you think about that, Jess? Starbucks. I think, hooray, one more podcast with intimate human stories. I feel like the NPR storytelling type podcast is the new entrepreneur on fire type podcast. Well, no, that's what I was going to tell you. This one here, it seems like, I mean, wait, because the headline says Starbucks gets into original content with new upstanders video and podcast series. Oh, I see. There's two different things. Ah, there's a video. So they're doing a video something and they're doing a podcast. Oh, I didn't, I didn't really notice that actually. Yeah, so I guess there's two different things. Long-term project. So, yeah, it mm. seems like you're right. It seems like there will be, you know, these stories are uh, going to be available in, in a bunch of different places. Although I haven't heard anything about this. It's called Upstanders. Up, up standards. Yeah, Upstanders. Upstanders. Fine, upstanding young citizens, I guess. Yeah. And so it is, again, it's really... It's inspirational. It's kind of cool. It is. putting something good into the world. And I shouldn't be a bitch about it, to be honest. No. I think (laughs) that... it's a nice thing that they're doing. I think it's nice. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it though, but I, but at least you know that they're they're starting on on the on the process of doing it like this. Interesting that they're doing a little bit of video and a little bit of the audio perspective on it. I should have checked into what it what it really means, meaning or or listen to it because a lot of the time, and you're right, Jess, because now it seems like the those um, storytelling type podcasts are totally like the big thing now, and people think that that's the way you're supposed to do stuff. Like the companies think that there's no other way. <laughs> You have to have this highly yeah. produced storytelling podcast diving deep into, you know, like it just seems like it's it's the same cookie cookie cutter thing, just different music in the background, same type of readings, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, good. I, I if any of you guys listen to the Starbucks um, podcast, do let us know because it would be really nice for us to know what you think about that. I haven't seen anything well, you know what? Since this launched, I haven't been in a Starbucks. Interestingly enough, here in Asheville, uh, there aren't very many Starbucks that aren't like in a random place like the mall. Like you don't go to Starbucks. If you, if you want to get a cup of coffee, you go to the local like all very coffee, coffee houses around here. Oh, really? Yeah. Like where if you order a macchiato, few, but- if you order a macchiato here in Asheville, you will get a tiny little cup. Like the proper macchiato, the way that you're supposed to have it in a tiny, it's like a tiny, basically it's like a, an espresso with the foam on top of it. Mm-hmm. That's what you get here if that you order a good. macchiato. It's a tiny little cup. And um, I don't and, even know what a macchiato is. Yeah, I, had and, a, I ordered one and it was so bitter. Well, I got the, it from Dunkin' Donuts. That was my mistake. Yeah, that's not good, dude. They're not going to give you that. And also, no, in a lot of the coffee houses, they also don't have any other size. Like the biggest size they have is like the 16 ounce. Like there's only one size. It's like you get the 16 ounce. You don't get like... <laughs> all of the gigantic sizes that you get when you go into, you know, Starbucks and stuff. So um, they have proper coffee here. They have proper (laughs) coffee, proper proper coffee houses. So I haven't seen, I thought maybe they would advertise it inside of the Starbucks. I'm going to have to figure out or ask them. I'm like, do you know, (gasps) that will be a really good thing. Guys, the next time you go into Starbucks, ask them, do you know about your podcast? The people who are there to see what that, 
what they think about that. Do you think they they don't know about it? You think that I think that they that don't know like, about what? it. I think that they I think that the Starbucks you don't think they have like a team meeting every day and Starbucks sends them the deets on what's going on in corporate. I don't know. Maybe that's why you should ask. I th- I know that they do have a lot of really great stuff happening for the company, a meaning in terms of training and whatever. But do do they get? the podcast information out to the people i'd be really interested to see and i'm i'm up for asking them so that would be well, interesting. now i'm gonna have to you're gonna have to ask next I'm time cur- you guys are in starbucks I'm ask them about now, their podcast for sure. ask them what mm-hmm. they do now i have to know i must know i must you must okay <clears throat> so I must, I must what else is going on we have a little bit of uh an interesting sort of like th- this i just came into my oh yeah this is new yeah this is totally new so there is spoken editions so that is part now of itunes spoken editions and the podcast app so what spoken editions is is basically your big blogs that are made into audio snippets i guess there is actually a company that I, it seems like there's a company that Apple has partnered with that create. A bunch. HuffPo, Router, Slate, oh, no, Wired, what I'm saying, Bustle, Fusion. Oh, oh no, no, What sorry. I'm saying is that there's, like, there's one company. The there, yeah, there's one company here that it's called Apple Spoken Editions are powered by technology from Spoken Layer, a company that takes a publisher's RSS feed and quickly turns the content into audio. So what I'm saying is... I bet you anything, these are just from Voices.com. They're just yeah, people to- reading shit. Totally, mm-hmm. exactly. So what I'm saying is that Apple has partnered with Spoken Layer to create these like basically listenable articles from some mm. of the biggest blogs that are out there. And yeah. I'm not sure how it's set up in iTunes as of now, uh, meaning like if you launch iTunes. Let me take a look. If you see it, uh, um, like if you, would you go to podcast to find spoken editions? And it's this also available during the podcast. Can you find it? Can you find it? Is it there? Buzzed about election, true crime, featured collections, black voices, aspiring authors, editor's choice, featured providers this week on Sports Illustrated. Let me look at featured providers. No. Let me look at editor's choice. Maybe the radio, you think? No. Niente. No. Uh, TV. Featured collections. TV talk, movie fanatics, make a podcast, parenting, pro wrestling. No. True crime, no. Election, no. Buzzed about? Let's see. Huh. Well, maybe. No. <laughs> well, then, uh, we can't find you, audio. What is this called? Spoken editions? Nope, there's not even a new category. Let me just go to audio, just audio. And see yeah, that's what there. I was thinking, maybe going Here there. Here we go. Modern radio drama, no. No. Learn a language and featured providers, no. Nope. No, no, no. No spoken. Well, nothing. they have the New Yorker. Where? Is that a podcast though? And ESPN. The, well, I guess you know what? Who knows where they are? Well then, Apple, it seems like it's hard for us to find what we're just talking about now. So <laughs> we do not know. Music, movies, app store, audiobooks, iTunes U. Well, it seems weird. Yeah. Well, we are reporting on something that we can't find, (laughs) but 
Um, it is officially, it seems like this happened two days ago. Apple officially launched, well, two days ago from October 5th. So that means like it, this launched on October 3rd. So maybe when you see this, you will be able to find it, I guess. Excitement, mm. kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, let me see. Is there anything in the article that says anything about it? No, it doesn't um, look like, seems like it would. Is there any... I, it says just search for spoken edition in the search bar and it should all come up. Let's see if that works. Hold on. Okay. Spoken. Well, they're going to have a harder time featured providers. Yeah. That's exactly right. Is it really? They all come up. Yes. Now let's see what happens when I click on one. Maybe it'll tell me the categories. Nope. It just says podcasts, technology, tech news, wired. No, they're not anything special. You have to actually search spoken edition. Wow. They don't have their own section. Well, that's going to make that really successful <clears throat> because if I were searching for that. Do you think they need their own section? Yeah, because nobody's going to find that out. I mean, it says spoken edition right on it, but it's like, so if I was going in there, I guess if I was going in there to check, like, let's say I wanted to get wired. So, you know, I wired mean, Listen, look at this. Mashable, okay, Mashable put two out on the second, two out on the third. Literally, they're four, the longest one's four minutes. What's the point oh, of that? Oh, they're really tiny. They're really small. Uh, they're really this small. Is not, this is not a, this is a clamor. This is not a podcast. And the same thing with um, Gadgets and Tech Gizmodo, 24 seconds, two minutes, two minutes, one minute, one minute. What is the point? Wow, they're really, really short. Well, I think that it's because there's some people who really loved the Wired articles and they just can't read them. And that's how long it takes. First of all, who reads it in one minute? One minute? Well, I... It takes me longer to pull up the site (laughs) than it does for them to read it. That's... Whatever. I mean, good for them. Let's try every... Listen, if you have enough money, you should try every idea that pops into your pretty little head and see what fails, and so the rest of us can learn from you. Thank you, iTunes. <laughs> I appreciate it. We'll see how that works out. No, but I mean, if somebody... I'm going to have to give it a go. I'm going to have to test one out at some point to to figure out how that works. So, yeah. Anyway. Yay, yay. La, la, la. I, first of all, this next one is so interesting. I didn't even know that Arthur was still being made. I know. So, okay. So as we're switching through, so do you guys know Arthur? Those of you listening, raise your hand and then we'll call on you. No, I'm Raise your hands <laughs> and then we'll not know who you are. Arthur is a show on PBS. I don't necessarily know who does it, but I can say that the, if you have kids in the last 20 years, their theme song is by Ziggy Marley. Hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. Hey, yeah, where we can yeah, learn to work and play. It's reggae. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And get along with each other. It's very Marley. It's very anyway, I didn't know they made new Arthurs. I thought they were all super duper reruns because doesn't Arthur need to. I mean, my Grow kid up. watched it yep. 15 years ago. I know. They all stay in the same grade. So, but it's funny because my kid, my actually, that's what I put on my kids right now is Arthur. It was a bullies episode or something like that, that I put on there while, while we're recording in here. So the cool thing about Arthur is that I guess, is this for the new season or is this like the one of the newest episodes that's being made? They're basically remaking cereal, like the, you know, you know, the cereal from, Sarah Koenig and the famous cereal that everybody does with Adnan Syed and all that stuff. 
you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yo, yo. Yes. So, um, yeah, they're totally doing that. And it's so, it's so cool because Arthur is basically the, not the bad guy, but the guy that's- Adman Syed. He's the correct, he's the innocent victim. Because I guess part of the, it's it's like their homework, the character's home. one of the character's homework is to create a podcast. And so mm-hmm. he has to come up with some kind of theme or some kind of, you know, what what's the podcast about? And they figure out that it's about trying to find out who is, who has been taking the cereal, right? The actual cereal for breakfast, the breakfast cereal. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, the, the cereal. Whole, yeah, so then it's they hilarious. named it cereal, and I just thought, like, oh my god, we are really getting now to the point where the our little kids, you know, the young ones, are going to have podcast as part of something that it's just like Netflix, that's just like streaming right. services. You know, they don't even know because even when I was showing my girls the tape, like I'm like, oh my god, a tape, like one of those big giant. VHS things, they're like, what is that, mama? <laughs> like, oh my God, they totally don't even know. They don't know that that don't. exists. How would they know? I know, that's what I'm saying. And they don't know what tape, like all of this stuff. So now our kids, though, will know what a podcast is. How cool is that? That's amazing. They won't know what life is like without it. I know. They'll know all about that. And speaking of kind of, I mean, kind of moving on to the next, I don't know if you had a chance to read <laughs> this thing but i was like floored by this next thing that just came up so it seemed to remember hold on it's the one that um the title of this that i saw was old podcast triggers inquiry into sierra teacher and this is a local oh my god no i have not seen this hold on Okay. Oh my god yeah so this is a this is a local bulletin that came out in a specific area for a high school teacher. Supposedly, allegedly, (laughs) this high school teacher created a podcast that is called Media Fiasco. He started this Media Fiasco podcast um, in 2011. And uh, it seems like episode number three or something like that, number two or number three, um, had a very sort of, X-rated type conversation happening in the podcast, as a lot of podcasts out there have. And it was, a, it was you know, basically said that it was a comedy podcast. The podcast is about, I think the description is in there, Jess, if you can read it, that would be awesome. The description I'm of looking. the actual podcast itself, the media the fiasco thing. podcast. But... The interesting thing about that is that it's it's just joking. It was it was basically his inspiration was the shock jocks that we all know and love in the morning that push boundaries and talk about stuff and use language that maybe are not necessarily appropriate for everybody, but a lot of people really enjoy it. And the power of podcasting is that you can basically get behind the microphone and you can have a shock jock show if that's your deal. And you can say what find it. You can say it whatever you removed. want here. No problem. I'm going to, I think, and the, the, but this is the another, and the reason that this popped out to me was because when I was reading this, I was like, why does this sound so familiar, this podcast, right? And I was like, I think Libsyn hosts it. And then I realized <gasps> that we, yes. I 
featured it as one of the lo- uh, Rock and Lips no! podcasts. Yes, I did. So this is what the show is about. Uh, this is his description. I refer shut to my show. Shut your ass. What? I found it. Okay. I f- said shut your ass. That's from yeah. uh, Big Bang Theory, by the way. But it says it's not available in the U.S. store. Oh. Wait, what store is it available in? No, I think that it's gone. It seems like because I talked to Rob about this and I think he closed his account. Well, there's and took still all his a website. Mediafiasco.com. Let's see what happens when you go there. Yeah. But anyway, I don't think it was like... The thing is, it this, says the website's guys, undergoing maintenance. The, I don't think that the show that there was anything bad about the show, and I don't think that there was anything X-rated or or really. Wait, really... I found it on Stitcher. You did? I don't know if all this stuff is in there. But, wait a minute. What? Wait. Stop talking. Okay. You have wait. Just wait. Okay. okay. Right. About the show. About the show. It says. News and pop culture, mostly irreverent, always inappropriate. The most recent episode is called Porn for Blind People. Oh. In this episode, a woman a woman fondles strangers and breaks into a home to play cards. Fecal DNA in man's shorts leads to his arrest. Passenger arrested for masturbating on a bus trip. Tennessee man caught urinating in a Walmart while stuffing trout in his pants. And then the show before that is Penile Snakebite. The show before that is Four Foot Orgasm Syndrome. The show before that is Dung Spitting. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not appropriate. No. Nothing not, about that show. Well, that's what is I'm saying. What, what I'm saying is that it's a show like any podcaster could do that, though. I mean, you can, you know, it's basically. He, oh, sure, he, but not if you're a high school teacher. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. What's the matter so, with people? His student found out that he had this show, right? So the students, one student brought this over to basically the PTA or whatever. I don't know, the principal of the school. And so they started yeah. to do research on the show. And I guess the conversation is goes around, if you're going to have a show like this, you need to not use your real name. <laughs> is that... Right? It doesn't really say anything about his real name. It doesn't say who it is. Well, yes, it Well, I have his name. Well, you do. No, no, no. But it's not on his Twitter. It's not on his... Well, no, it's not. But I do have it. I don't have his last name. I have his first name on the blog, on the Lipson blog. How do they know it's his? What do you mean? Because I'm sure that they heard his voices. And if he took it down, because he's taken it down. So... It's on Podbay. It's on... Well, yeah. And see, it up on- so here, here's the thing. Um, so this is why he started podcasting. I've always enjoyed talk radio, namely shock talk shows like Don and Mike. And now that Don Geronimo and Mike O'Mare each have their own podcast, I enjoy them both. I think that hearing them have so much fun combined with being told by many that I have a face for radio led me for podcast to podcasting. I felt that I needed a creative outlet of some kind. I don't <laughs> sing or play an instrument. I don't write and I don't act. But I do have a quirky sense of humor and it just kind of oh clicked God. for me. So I'll say not only did you feaster him, but you featured him this year, May 2nd. I know, dude. <laughs> can't believe it well people just like reach- i just found the lips and article it's hilarious i know That's and so the whole funny. but the whole point is that he basically you know he he's just like us he's just like us and i guess the conversation is around like you really have to watch what you put out there people i mean if you have a, a, a if you're a high school teacher you can't you have to have an alias of some kind you have to hide what you're doing in some way it's not just like open wait a minute Wait a minute. You what? don't think it's creepy that a guy obsessed with these weird, wild stories is a high school teacher? 
Well, I'm not saying that doesn't that- creep you out. Would you want this guy to be? Don't say he's no. just like us. No, no, no. I take offense to that. <laughs> well, no. What I I'm wouldn't say- let this guy teach my kids, male or female. Well, of course, I'm not saying that I'm okay with that. All I'm saying is that most podcasters you said he's can get just behind like the us. Mic. What I'm you saying speak is, for yourself. Okay, no. Well, see, here's the. Okay, here. Okay, what if I? Here's what. What do you know now that you wish you knew when you started? This is part of the the lips and feature. He says, "I wish I would have jumped on in before making sure that every that everything was perfect. Anybody could have said that. And I wish I could have realized that time commitment that podcasting required. That's just like us." While my production process is pretty streamlined, the research and collection of show material can be quite time-consuming. That, plus being a single dad to a five-year-old son, has meant that lately I have been lucky to get a show out oh on my month. And listen, what I'm saying is this. These are the same problems that every podcaster has. Yeah, the content is I weird. know, but Elsie! What? If, why don't you ask a serial killer what he likes about his Air Jordans? <laughs> What do you think he's going to say? The blood drips right off of them? I mean, so he's going to say, we, so they have we... a cushy, a cushy heel. Well, there's a, okay, so we have, you know, okay, we have, listen, Patrick Keller, saying? listen, I'm, I'm bringing, like, we have a Patrick Keller from um, the Paranormal <laughs> so Podcast, right? Listen, he loves, yes, like, dead, yes. you know, scary, funky paranormal stuff, right? He's, he Hold also on. teaches. Just because it's paranormal. Now you're getting crazy. Just because it's paranormal doesn't mean it's scary. Okay. You're making wh- a lot of generalizations about people now. <laughs> well, no, you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> you're making all kinds of different. For once, I'm not the offensive one. Uh, I'm I know, right? It. And no, but okay, so have we heard? I mean, it, so would you. What if Howard Stern wanted to teach a class? Do you think that he would change himself? Howard like- Stern is a professional journalist. This guy is a pedophile. What? And where where possibly- is a pedophile coming from? Where does pedophile? Where is that? I don't from? know. I'm now, now I'm making you're assumptions. making you're labeling something. Let that, me like- rephrase. But honestly, it's like you're a car company. Let's pretend you're Subaru. Okay. And you just happen to call random Subaru customers on the phone. And ask them what they like about their Subaru. I mean, yeah, they're going to give you similar answers. You don't know that you've called the Unabomber. Right. You're right. How would you know? You don't know what this guy... That doesn't mean he's just like... He's just like you in the fact that he drives a Subaru and appreciates the GPS built into the dash. That doesn't mean... That doesn't mean he's not digging graves in his backyard and plotting to be the next Charles Manson. You have no idea. Right. That's ridiculous. All I'm saying is... Listen, I'm just saying his... Okay. I I mean I get your point of view too. I get it. I totally understand it. The thing is though, also, you know, that will like I don't know, when was the last show that he put out? I can't actually I don't even know. But but the the point is this that you know, some of the stuff that he Stitcher. put he, there's some of the stuff out he was looking at the irreverent, the things that were offensive. He was actively looking for stories that would be shocking to talk about. Honestly, it looks that like the was last the episode was the July 8th. July 8th was porn for blind people. Before that was April. Before that was February. Before that was January. And then Yeah, so he year. would, you know, randomly put this stuff out. I, I, again, I'm not defending yeah, the guy. All I'm saying is that you have to start to watch 
what you do when you put out there. That podcasting is getting to the point where now instead of people looking just for your Facebook page or your Twitter profile or something like that, they're going to look at your podcast. They're going to start to listen to your podcast and they could possibly not hire you because of what you're saying in the podcast, whether or not that is fully who you are. Because there's a lot of people who use personas. When they get online, they make, you know, their voices different. Um, You know, they put their radio announcer voice or something like that. And they might say things on the podcast that they wouldn't say on in real life. Like if they were, you know, applying for a job or working in a, in a whatever, in a nine to five type of situation, they might not behave in the same way that they do when they're putting on a show because they're putting on a show. They're put they're they're acting. They are doing a show. So, yeah, you know, what is, how do we, you know, what if somebody started to judge you based upon just what you said on the podcast, Jess? And they're like, I don't want to hire that whiny girl. They do do that. Well, like, you know, like they're listening to the show and they're like, you know, that Elsie just keeps talking and she whines so much. And it's just like, I'm not sure I like her voice. Elsie. I don't want to hire her. They are doing that. They are doing that, dear. Right. We just have to be comfortable with the fact that they are doing. But yeah, I mean, that to me is like. Not necessarily news because always social media has given you like a, hey, watch what you say, jackass, because it affects everything and it stays online forever and ever and ever. I just also feel like should you be this is you've brought a totally separate issue that you're trying to avoid talking about, which is should you be a high school teacher and have any kind of podcast or blog about these about every sex crime? That's that's true. That's true. An awkward sex experience. Like, it's creepy. It is a little bit creepy because people are going to, yeah, judge it uh, with with that. And I think this is I'm just wondering, did you not know, whether he was a high school teacher or not, you featured him this year. What made you choose that show? I don't choose them, dude. This is what I say for, uh, here's the thing. People are looking for promotion. People don't step up to be promoted. Period. You give people an opportunity to get out themselves out there. A lot of the time, I would say 90% of those opportunities, people do not step up. So for Rockin' Lips and Podcast, all you have to do is email me. I will email you back the questions. You email me up the, back the answers, and I will feature you. That is it. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't request. You don't even listen to it? What? Had you listened to it, would you have featured him? I have not listened to I am not allowed to really listen to any podcast like that for Lipson because that means that I would have to there's a whole legality thing there. So um yeah, we don't listen about? to podcasts that we just feature them. So it, this is not um, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you mean you're not allowed to listen to the shows because- that you're featuring? Because that means that it's it's a real that's a total legal problem. I don't even know what it's called. It's called like wait because it's I, I don't know what it's called. It's it basically is nepotism. This. No 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 it's nepotism. The, no 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 it's inside of it's inside. Gosh darn it! I wish I knew the name of of what this is. But basically, it's if we were to publicly say that we listened to a specific show. That means we would have to listen to all of the shows. That means that we are liable for any infractions on copyright issues that are inside of the shows. Okay, that part I understand. Okay, so we can't listen. But what I don't understand is... 
before you feature someone, you don't have to say that you've listened to it. But wouldn't you choose based on the fact that you've heard it and it's not horrible or offensive? Uh, nope. It, you send it to me, you give me the answers, I read the answers, and when I read the answers, I What if it was it. a podcast on Nazism and how to become a Nazi and they just called it Power to the People and they wanted to... You wouldn't I, that's know. Why, that's why it says, what is your show about? And then I would make okay. it. I would make what an educated say? Wait, wait, decision. Wait, hold on. What was his answer? That? What is hold your on, show now about? Now I want to see what his answer. Hold on, I got to see what his answer was. Hold on. What is your show? <laughs> it's right here, dude. I refer to my show as a reverent and inappropriate take on news and pop culture. Basically, I dig deep into the seedy underbelly of the world to find the most bizarre, weird, disgusting, gross, and wholly inappropriate news stories that I can find. I report the stories and offer my takes. Often, just a brief one-two line zinger. I always tell people not to listen if they have children in the car, if they have a weak stomach, or if they can't find humor in the sickest things they've ever heard. That's the description. And you... (laughs) Do you know how many shows are like that, dude? I'm sure many. There's a lot of them. In fact, it's like, it's sort of like the entrepreneur on fire of your general podcaster. That's what shows are about. It's like that. Usually it's two people, though. Usually it's not just one person. Usually it's like a, a, a duo talking about these gross stories. All right. Considering what he wrote about what his show is about, yeah, I probably would have featured him. Okay. And I mean, the only and reason where I think I feel creeped out about it now is because now I know he's a high school teacher. Exactly. And so now if you, if you read the article, though, the article itself is a good, like, there's a lot of people. Actually, I just got one from another guy who, you know, they answer these questions and then this is what I get. It's sort of like, okay, when did you start podcasting? April 5th, 2011. You know, okay, why did you start podcasting? Because I have always wanted to start a podcast. What's your show about? Oh, yeah. I interview so people about entrepreneurial world. Okay, what's your podcasting oh setup? I have a microphone and a computer. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Elsie. Right? Okay, so now if you read this article, though, as a podcaster, you actually learn stuff. He gives you, you know, what his podcasting setup is. He breaks it down, all the stuff that he has. He actually put a lot of work in this. He's using a high PR 40 a Fathead preamp, which is an exp- expensive to use, a Mackie MDX 4600. So he was all set up. He, he used a compressor, limiter gate, like all of this stuff. He used... He also has um, has the check the second mics whenever he has a channel two in there. He he showed you how he he helped you know um, put this stuff out there where his your his stuff is put up, how he promoted his podcast. Like he's got he he offered a lot of value. That's a really like for a podcaster that's looking in there. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's really good gear. I like that. Right? Like you would get something from it. So anyway. Now we've given him so much time. The poor guy is going to... Like, I think he closed his now account. Now I though. feel like we should never... Yeah, yeah. He closed his account and you can't really you listen can't, to it, but no, it is out yeah. there on certain sites. Yeah, he no, you probably won't be able to get his files. Like, if you try... I'm sure if you try to um, well, download it So now it the question Stitcher, is, should he be fired? I know. So that's the question. Should So let's put it out there to everybody. Should he be fired? I mean, it doesn't matter whether or not you want him to teach your kids. Like, if he's doing his job and no one's being... I don't know. Yeah, that's um, like the mother in me says he should burn in hell, but the constitutional follower in me says if no one is the wiser, what's the difference? He thinks it's funny to lick poo or whatever, then fine, whatever. People are weird. Yeah. So, I know. And and that's that's the tough part, right? And it's like should that be a stipulation? I mean, there's a lot of things too that 
when you get hired from, you know, there are certain companies that you go into and you are not allowed to do certain things online anymore, like on your Facebook page or any of that kind of stuff. Or there's other companies where you can't have uh, a personal, I think that's what it is. I, I may be totally wrong about this, but I, I, I could swear that there are some companies that you can't do certain things in term, regarding social media and the protocols around engagement. So I don't know. If you have any, te- any teachers out there, you know, that what do yeah. you guys think? Do, do you guys... I don't know. So how would you, what if, what if it was, you were into something like polyamory? Well, that's. And you were a teacher and you wanted to have a podcast about it. To I don't think that's anyone's business. But again, you were right. He should have had an alias. So, well, that's, what, that's all I'm saying. It's like, where do we draw the line? Like, is having a, uh, a show about polyamory, like, uh, going to. Like, what, what would that do? Should you be fired for that? If you're talking, you know, honestly as an adult about your, uh, you know, what's, what's happening behind closed doors for you. I don't know. I mean, I'm just putting this out there because I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where the line is, especially with teachers. And um, Somebody submitted this podcast to Best Podcast Ever on School of Podcasting. Could it have been him? No. no I mean, that's a good question. What's the guy's name? Bill submitted by Bill Barris that's the dude media fiasco podcast my podcast is essentially my irreverent and inappropriate take yeah it's the same thing it's like he's been putting it out there it's just that it's kind of crazy that um that happened with this oh no he likes the Mike O'Mara show my my mistake okay sorry he was just yeah which which he mentioned so he's consistent online with the stuff that he likes so, yeah, and I feel, anyway. I mean, there's a part of me, like, if you like, I don't know if you're being goofy. I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not, it's not about defending him. It's not that it's just that you're thinking like, dude, you, we, we, you have to be smarter with the content that you put out, especially when you are like dealing. And I could see the teenagers diving into this stuff and like finding out, like maybe the teacher randomly mentioned it. And then one of the kids was like, we're going to get this guy fired because basically that seems to be the case. One of the kids was like, let's get this guy fired because we don't like the teacher and let's throw him under the bus. And that's what they did. Yeah. No, it it says it in the article. Did you read it? I mean, in part part one part of it, I was like, "Oh, that kind of sucks." Let me see if I can. I don't think I caught that. Hold on, let me. Yeah, because I could swear. Like when I saw that, I was like, "Cause at first I was like, oh, oh, that's harsh. Oh, that's harsh." But let me see. Oh, l- l- the last line. So after a student found episode three that was devoted to sex and nudity, they took a snapshot of the site that had been viewed by sixty-one people and circulated it via smartphone among a number of Sierra High students. Sierra students posted comments to the snapshot, including comments such as how to get blank XXX fired for good. But the thing is, he's being thrown under the bus, this teacher, by some of these things that were said and they were proven untrue. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. On the one hand, I feel like it's not fair. But on the other hand, it's sort of like this kind of echoes a lot of people's feelings about like our presidential election right now. And like, Mm. yeah, there's a big part of me that feels like if you want to be 
a teacher, a policeman, the president of the United States, you should conduct yourself in a certain manner. And that does sort of include not obsessing over disgusting, sexual, fecal, and, you know, whatever articles and then making a podcast about it. I think it should also include not marrying a nude model who steals other people's speeches and like, you know, generally perpetuating female stereotypes by having a Miss Universe pageant. But, you know, on the other hand, it's sort of like, should the things in his personal life affect how he does the job? But I don't think it's that. I think it's that don't we want a set of standards for the people that are supposed to be protecting us and making decisions for us and teaching our children about life? Like, Don't we want... Absolutely. Them to have personal standards? I Absolutely. think we do. I think Absolutely. so. Absolutely. I completely so. agree on that end of things. I completely agree on that. Because you're you're absolutely so I don't know right. I, I'm now, not sure he should be a teacher if that's his what? thing. I'm not sure he should be a teacher if that's his thing. Yeah. But the th- but I don't like it. I I get it. I mean, I've known I mean, I've known some people that are pretty iffy in terms of the stuff that they do, like in a classroom. And then off the classroom, you know, out of the classroom and the kind of behavior that they show outside of the classroom. And it's kind of like very appalling. But that's like. Then the question is like, whose definition of iffy should it be? Yours? Mine? Uh, Like maybe. I mean, like what what if you what if what you mean by being iffy is smoking pot? Right. Or having. Maybe I don't care if they know like what if like the teacher finishes up teaching every day and they're like a um, functioning alcoholic. And as soon as they get out of class, they just go inside their car and they've got some beer stashed in there and they drink beer while they're, you know, on their way home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And you know what I mean? Who gets to decide what iffy behavior is? Yeah. And so I don't know. So. I guess this is a larger conversation. I completely agree, Jess. I mean, I completely agree that there needs to be a higher standard for all of us because, see, here's the thing. It's like energetically, that's well, what Well, not we all do. of us. Well, no. Yes, not all of everyone. us. Because, Just listen, people who <laughs> choose professions <laughs> no, I, no, that I, are meant to be noble. I disagree with that because there are certain things like... With us, with, you know, people keep asking, like, how do you start a Facebook group? And how do you keep a certain, you know, why does it, why does she, the She Podcast Facebook group feel differently than other podcasts? Because there are certain standards that you and I have. There's a certain energy that you and I bring to that place that happens to, that happens to really help the other women there also behave in a different way when they are inside of that specific group. Right. So it's really yes, that's called integrity. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's called integrity. So we I mean, I'm, you know, we're not running for office. We yes, we do have t- people that we teach. So we, we are seated. We're in a place of, of the teacher and we are in that. And that's what I've been for a long time. And I am really big on integrity as well. But I think that what's interesting about this conversation is that as media producers, there has to be. In- integrity around one thing and the next, right? You can't, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm so confused about this whole thing because what if you need an outlet? <laughs> no, here's the thing. I don't I mean, know. You brought up Howard Stern. You yeah. brought up Howard Stern and here's the answer to your question. Like, should Howard Stern have more of a level of integrity? 
The answer no. here is no, because he's not trying to be a high school teacher. That's what he's it, no. just being an irreverent asshole. That is his full-time job. Right. If this guy wants to be an irreverent asshole, he shouldn't also be a teacher or a cop or run for president. You right. can only do one of the two. You can either have a job that requires integrity or you can be a balls out asshole, but not both. So that's what I think. You okay. want to be one. Go for the one full on. Well, see, here's here's the thing, too, though, dude. When we were talking about when I brought up Howard Stern, I was I, I what I said was like, what if he was the high school teacher? What if Howard decided he didn't want to do the whole shock jock thing anymore and he but wants to be a teacher point. He wants- that's the point howard himself would say don't let me near anybody else's children okay <laughs> he knows for you- i mean his whole he knows for sure that children shouldn't be listening to his show i mean he will be the first one to tell you it's not appropriate he doesn't purport himself to be a man a man of integrity yes a man who does business with integrity who treats other people with integrity yes a man who thinks farts are funny yes whatever <laughs> i mean yes i've heard some disgusting things on that show absolutely but he's not trying to protect and serve for christ's sake he's only trying to make people laugh just the one thing right if he decided he wanted to be a professor of journalism, I think he would be highly qualified. Would I expect to hear some curse words during that class? Yes, I would. Would I expect him to talk about how he made some girl orgasm by sitting on the subwoofer? No, I would not. I would find that inappropriate. He's 67 years old and those kids are 20. That's right. absolutely not appropriate. So, I mean, but that's the thing. First of all, I don't think Howard would, I think if he were going to be a professor, he wouldn't do that. But there's no evidence that this guy did it. He could be a very fine, upstanding teacher. We just don't have no idea. Right. But the point is, he's trying to be both. That's what annoys me is that either you're a teacher. I mean, if you want to think stuff is funny, fine. Why do you have to talk about it and tell everyone what you think? Because you're an arrogant dick. That does not make you a good teacher. Right. And maybe, yeah. and, I mean, and maybe, you know, you know, maybe it was one of those things where he's he just, it's like you also, or we maybe right now don't realize the type of impact that our online choices can have. And that's a conversation yeah. that's going to be even more and more relevant from now on, right? Because it's going to be one of those things where we're going to be incredibly mindful now from now on. I mean, anybody can go back because I'm still in, in awe of people coming up to me because of videos that I made 10 years ago, yeah. Jess, right? I saw yeah. your, you know, I actually just had one of our newer friends. They just moved into Asheville and they're both yoga teachers. And then he came up to me. He's like, I did your video the other day. And I'm like, oh my God, I made that video in 2007, and I feel like that's, that's not scary. even me anymore. There's a part of me that's like that I was a little bit you shy. You were a mom then. Actually, I had just been like I was a new mom. I was a new mom then. Okay. And right. and so it was kind of weird because I was just like, wow, or 2008. But anyway, it was just I was a little oh, shy oh. about it because that's not me anymore. I mean, I never say that I, I can't. You know, when you watch that video, it's not like you're gonna not get a good teacher because I was a good yoga teacher, but I, my body is not like that anymore. I don't have that level of strength anymore. Um, I'm not that woman anymore. I am way wiser, way older. And I probably wouldn't do that anymore. So I, I feel like, Oh, you did. It's sort of like somebody watching your kid video. 
Like, yeah, you're, you're yeah. just like, well, that was me then. It's embarrassing. I'm not that. Yeah, I was a little bit embarrassed, even though it was a good class. Mm-hmm. And then I know people still watch it. So, you know, that has legs. It continues to be out there now. And I mean, it might be a really good thing maybe for my girls later on when I'm like 70 years old and go like, wow, my mom was strong. <laughs> You know, something like that. But there's also times when it's like, well, I'm not that girl anymore. There's a couple of videos out there where I'm like carefree, quirky is all get out, fun, smiley. And I'm much not like that anymore. You know, when I see that, I'm like, oh, that girl, she was so innocent. (laughs) She had no idea what was in store. Uh, I remember her. Yeah. And that's not me anymore. But what, you know, so anyway, our online, even me seven years ago, stuff is just out there now to be consumed. And maybe that's not us anymore. And we're going to be judged by that. So it's just a conversation to have. So, well, yeah, it's interesting. This has been very interesting. Very interesting conundrum. But how about we've been talking for a while now. Do you want to do some tips? Because I think you have a tip this time before we close it off here. Do you have any tips? I don't have any tips. I did not write them down. I have a couple I can talk about, but you're welcome to do it yourself. You see, a mo- it's a money tip of all things. I thought I would add a money tip to your tech tips. Okay. So we had more tips. Why don't you time. do a money tip then? Do a money tip. Elsie's tool tip. Okay. This week, the money tip is going to be... Now I forget. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, this week the money tip is to, um, if you are a starving podcaster and you're not sure that you're ready for sponsors, and I know people say, do affiliate marketing, and I know you're just like, Ugh, affiliate marketing because it's cost per click and this and that, but my suggestion is to sign up with one of the larger affiliate uh, companies like Share a Sale, Rakuten, Commission Junction. Pick only the things that are really, 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 really relevant to your show, just one or two, and create a campaign around that. So let's just say you have a show about fashion, and one of those places has Macy's, for example, and they're doing a... Macy's is always changing their affiliate coupons and stuff, so you can mention listeners to the fashion podcast get 30% off if they use this code or go to this link and then you get a percentage. Certain companies are offering a way bigger percentage than others. So find someone with like a 15% share program. You First of all, you look like you have Macy's as an, an advertiser. Second of all, you're making something which is better than nothing. And third of all, like you'll get a chance to see what it's like to actually like plan and run a campaign. You'll put it as part of your show notes. You'll mention it. You'll make a link. Maybe you'll add one of the graphics they offer as a banner. And it's just a way to sort of test out like what kind of results you can get without having to actually pitch a sponsor and then be under the pressure of having to deliver something because someone you know is waiting for those results. Like you can test it out yourself. And that way you can say, well, you know, 30% clicked on it or this many people clicked on it. It's just a nice way of like testing the waters if you're not sure you're ready for sponsorship. So that's my money tip. I can put some links to what different affiliate networks there are in the show notes. But the ones I mentioned again are sharesale.com, Commission Junction, and Rakuten, which is R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. That's my money tip. What do you think, Elsie? That was awesome. Really great, 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 great stuff. 
I just you have um, no idea what I said. Do no, you? no, no. I do. I totally <laughs> understood what you were talking about. I'm and kidding. I think I'm just kidding. I'm no, totally but I kidding. do think that this would help a lot of uh, podcasters start to get their skills ready for advertising, and for you guys to understand that there come, you know, there's a lot of responsibility and kind of pressure. There, there's a little bit of pressure whenever you do have an advertiser because it's no longer just your show. There's you are now in in a way you need to deliver, and it mm-hmm. it does require some chops to be able to deliver that. And part of that is that you need to also deliver sales or convert in some way. And one way to do exactly what Jess said without the big pressure is to try it that way. And that way you'll get good at to see like what exactly you really like to sell and if it's really good and if you can do it and if your people listen to what you say. I mean, it's so important. So good job. Yeah, it's like a test. Good job, Yeah, Jess. thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, Woo-hoo. that's my money tip Yay. for the cash hungry. Okay, I don't have a weird and wild show of the week this time, although I guess now we do, even though you can't listen to it. It's the oh, I know, the media fiasco. But here, I have one because I just had a conversation with uh, somebody that I sent you away to where it was the... Oh, yeah, yeah. The trial junkie. Is that what it was? The trial junkies? Oh, my gosh. I don't want to give the wrong name. Yeah, it's about court. Court something. Wait, 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 wait. Court wait. junkies. Court court, 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 court. Court junkies. Court junkies. Yes, that is a cool concept for a show. For so sure. the court junkie podcast, guys, it's like basically about true crime, right? Obviously. So the, the show covers interesting cr- criminal trends, unsolved crimes, and missing person cases. And uh, it sort of raises awareness and understanding around the legal system and the effects these cases have on our society, which is really great. So the main host, her name is Jillian, and she is independent. She's an independent reporter. And she was really passionate about this. She really wants to do this full time. She just actually launched the show in August. And it came into my attention just a couple of days ago. And I started binging on it because it's such, it's sort of like Dateline, but like not so sleazy. <laughs> you know? Yes. Because it's like, <laughs> it's like a woman telling you about it, like a, a real personable per- woman friend giving you the scoop and details about the trials. And it's, it's just really interesting. And they're, I'm amazed at some of the stuff that she was talking about, like these crazy, like there was this one um, girl that was missing for two years and then she was reported missing two years later and they, all the work that came into finding that out and how horrible it was what they, when they found out what they don't even know exactly what happened to the girl either. And there's like, it's just, we, I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that where it's a little bit freaky. Um, The latest episode is about, a 12-year-old girl who murdered her family. It's insane. Who knew that was a, a thing? Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's but, it's, but it's not done in a sleazy, sensationalistic type way. It's done in a – it's very well done. So that's my random thing. It just can't – honestly, it just came to me. You guys check it out. She's doing very well. And they're a really – it's a really cool show. So – so um yeah and then we also have our lovely editor which we didn't have today because we had so many tech problems here john buchanis you can find him at audio editing solutions.com and he has a an amazing diva package <laughs> <laughs> the diva package. The diva but package. You have to ask him what it is. He's got that for us for all the of the she podcasters. So if you want that, you can email John at 
audioeditingsolutions.com yes. and just ask for the Diva package and then he will let you know what that's all about. He's been doing a fantastic job um, basically editing on the fly, which we're not doing today. He added all the extra noises and and all bumpers and all yes. that kind of stuff in post because I had so much trouble so connecting fun. today. So sorry, John. We so John's Diva you. package. If yeah. you want it, you, you can it, have it. Come and get it. it. Yeah. So thanks, guys, for listening. And give us the scoop on what you think about, um, you know, our conversations this about week. About media disaster or whatever the hell. Fiasco. Yeah. Media disaster. That's exactly what happened to him. It was more than Tell media Tell us what disaster. you think about podcasting disaster. It His and life, ours. It was life disaster that happened. Life disaster. Yes, it's all so. disaster. The yeah. whole thing is a disaster. Life disaster. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Check us out. Yes. ShePodcast.com. Yep. Facebook.com forward slash ShePodcast. Twitter.com forward slash ShePodcast. Patreon.com forward slash ShePodcast. Buy a couple coffee if you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Give us a rate and review. Consider providing for our children since we're having a hard time doing it. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs> yes. That was a joke. We're not having that hard of a time, but it would no. be nice if you. It was nice. Yeah. You know, help us out a little. Totally. That was late. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're talking to you later. Yes. And I love you. Okay. Okay. We love you. I mean it. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>